Hey, good day friends. Welcome to the Daily Bread, Scripture Readings, Devotional Thoughts, brought to you by St. Paul Lutheran Church in Clarence Center. Hey, we are uh, excited to, uh, to read the Scripture today. It's good stuff. Uh, I'm Ray Kozek. I'm the pastor at, here at St. Paul's, and um, just want to say I'm thankful for all you who uh, jump online and join us, catch us live or later. And um, I just want to remind you, God's Word is faithful, and, uh, and let your life uh, be filtered through through his word. So uh, we're going to read today Luke chapter 12. It's it's uh, three little sections from the beginning of the chapter and uh, it's good. So uh, so let's dig in. Let's pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word. Open it to us that we might see Jesus and follow him. And we pray in his name. Amen. All right, so here we go. We're going to jump in and read uh, the title kind of put is fear, 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 and then don't fear. So I don't know how many fears that is, but there's a bunch. It's a recurring theme. Uh, it starts here, and in the meantime, when so many thousands of the people had gathered together that they were trampling one another, he began to say to his disciples first, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. Well, I think Jesus here is giving us a warning that everything we do and say will come out in the end. Uh, it'll come out in the wash, I guess we could say. And uh, it, a reason for us to be humble, to repent, and uh, to acknowledge ahead of time, before it all comes out, Lord, we have uh, twisted the truth, we have gone astray, uh, have mercy on us. But it's also once we have come to our senses, I guess we could say to use uh, the words in Luke 15, the prodigal son, once we've come to our senses, uh, we do want to realize that Jesus is actually warning. He says, watch out for the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. He's warning us not to be hypocritical, right? Uh, to, to be judgmental and yet not do what's right. But he's also showing us that there are false teachers out there and we're surrounded by it. So that's, that's a topic for another time. But, um, you know, he says, be on guard and, and watch. All right, and then here, uh, I think in the same context, it's helpful to read this. Uh, you know, the disciples probably were afraid of the masses of leaders, uh, like the, uh, the Pharisees, this whole group of, of folks who had a different interpretation than Jesus. And uh, so here, Jesus is going to go through this, and uh, this word fear shows up many times. So let's just read it. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have nothing more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. Well, are we to fear or not to fear? That is the question. Well, I, obviously it's a combination here. Of, of both of these. We are to fear and uh, we are not to fear. So first off, he says, don't fear those who can kill you. Like, that's all they can do. They can kill your body. Big honking deal. In church recently, we, uh, yesterday, we had the, the story of uh, Stephen, who was the, the he, was, he was killed because he was a Christian. He was the first of, of so many. He was not afraid to die. Uh, in fact, he just prayed for those who uh, who persecuted him. And that's the model of the Christian faith that, you know, you kill me, that's all you can do, right? That's it. 
So he's, it's, Jesus reminds us, don't fear those who can kill the body. That's all they can do. And then he says, I'm going to tell you who to fear. So he doesn't say don't fear. He just says don't fear those who can kill the body. But then he says you should fear. You should fear the one who can cast you into hell. Now, pause for a moment. So this is, this is obviously a scriptural truth. Hell is a real thing. Jesus talks about it more than anybody else. And, you know, he says other places that hell was not made for people. It was made for the devil and his angels. Um, so he's, but he does say, fear him who after he has killed has authority to cast into hell. So he says, fear him, fear him. How many times does it say it? I don't even know. A bunch. And then he, then he kind of turns the tables um, and, and, and then reminds us who this, this one is who has authority to cast into hell, the one that we should fear. And so he says, you know what? Uh, think of these little creatures, these little sparrows are not five sold for two pennies, not in our day, but maybe in Jesus. Not one is forgotten before God. And then he says, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. And then he, he turns the table. He says, don't fear, you know, this is the way I like to think of it. He says, uh, you know, those people over there, they can kill you. Should you fear them? No. All right, how about that cancer that's in your body? Should you fear that? No. Uh, the lack of money, the lack of security in our country, should we fear that? No. Right? Should we fear anything? No, no, no. And then uh, the only one we should fear is, is God. And then Jesus turns the tables. The one that we should fear, he says, actually, don't fear him. So it's this, this odd thing. We fear and respect. Uh, you know, we're called to fear and respect. But then at the same time, uh, Jesus comforts us and says he knows you. He does not forget you. Don't fear. You have nothing to be afraid of. Those are comforting words. Uh, if we are to fear, the only one we're to fear is our maker. And yet, uh, in Jesus, um, we have mercy. So, thanks be to God. All right, now we have uh, this one last story, or not, you know, encouragement from Jesus to uh, confess his name, right? I like to think of us as the, the confessing church. Uh, we, we confess our sins, but we also confess that we believe in Jesus. Um, verse 8. He says, I tell you, everyone who acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man who also will acknowledge before the angels of God. But the one who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But the one who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, do not be anxious about how you should defend yourself or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. There's a few different things going on here. One is that we should confess our faith. And by the way, a great way to confess your faith, it doesn't have to be all that complicated. You know, you, we say the creed every week. We say it, who do we say it to? It's yes to ourselves and yes to God. Uh, yes to the church building, but really it's to the others in, in the church. And it's practice. Uh, it is, I believe, it's practice for confessing our faith in the world. So um, maybe that'll make sense to you. So a way to confess your faith is, is simply, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, you know, who has come to redeem me. I believe in the Holy Spirit who gives me faith. So that's one way to frame your confessing uh, your, your faith to others in the world. And then he, he warned us not to to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And uh, you can read this in Mark, I think, chapter 3, 
also in Matthew. Well, what does this mean? It means to say that the work that Jesus does is not from God. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. Uh, the Holy Spirit and Jesus, they, they come to us together. And um, so he says, you know, do not blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. You will not be forgiven. Uh, but we, we see from above that, um, that, that Jesus has come not to hold us into sin, but to, to forgive us and release us. So it's just a warning. And then lastly, uh, he says, don't worry about what you're going to say, right? You may not have it all figured out. Uh, yesterday, we, again, we saw the martyrdom of Stephen. He probably didn't have it all figured out what he was going to say. He got hauled into the Sanhedrin and, and said, like, you know, we think you're speaking against temple, speaking against the law. Uh, speak now or that's it for you. And it ended up being his end. But he had this long speech and it wasn't like it was prepared. It was just a part of him and it came out under pressure. And, and in those moments when he was about to be killed, you know, he, he was full of the Holy Spirit. And so what did he do? He, he says, oh, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And that prayer was answered. And he also said, Lord, do not hold this sin of them stoning me. Don't hold it to their account. Forgive those who are against me. And that so many times the, uh, the martyrs of the church have done that the same thing. Pray that the Lord would receive them and pray for those who persecuted them. And uh, those prayers are answered. So, all right. Well, a lot today. Um, fear, fear, fear. Uh, don't fear, you know, all that stuff. So put it together. Uh, the Lord is with you. Have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, by the way, uh, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.